Hi, I'm Father Columba Jordan, and welcome to Little by Little. We originally recorded these podcasts as videos, which are available on YouTube, but we also wanted to make them available to you on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Hope you enjoy. God bless. So why do we do this fasting thing? Well, the first and foremost reason is because Jesus did it. We have his prime example of his 40 days that he spent in the wilderness. And the way he spoke about it, especially in Matthew's Gospel and the Sermon on the Mount, he talked about it as if he was just presuming that you would be fasting. He didn't say, by the way, you need to fast. He said, when you fast, and he gave some directives about kind of the spirit with which we should fast. So Jesus talked about it, Jesus did it. But what was it that Jesus said about fasting? The focus in Old Testament fasting was really on humbling yourself before God and on saying sorry for your sins. Jesus kind of brings a new focus to, to fasting. He talked about it again in Matthew's gospel. He gave this image of the, uh, a wedding feast. And he said, when there's a bridegroom with his guests, the guests don't fast. And it wouldn't make any sense, right? They feast because it's a wedding. But when the bridegroom is taken away, Jesus said, then they will fast. In fact, in Matthew's account of that story, he didn't say fast at that point. He said mourn, which is really interesting. He kind of plays these two words of fasting and mourning off each other. So it's interesting. It's shifted now from just saying sorry for our sins to being something of a prayer where we could miss Jesus and cry out for him. So when your body is fasting, of course, it misses something, usually food, <laughs> it's really hungry, and it kind of cries out to you, <laughs> feed me, right? Okay, so what we can do with, with that, with that physical sensation, that kind of physical mourning, is we can unite it or, or, or use it to kind of wake up our spirit and cry out with our body and with our spirit, with our soul, with our heart, for Jesus. They say, I am hungry for you, God. And some people call this the, the bridegroom fast. So this is the where our fasting becomes a prayer focus or an aid to our prayer to really focus, to really with all your heart cry out for more of God in your life. Another reason for fasting that we can find in the teachings of Jesus has to do with fruit. Are you bearing the fruit in your life that you want from being a Christian? Like, is it making a dramatic difference in your life. Are you seeing the fruit of the Spirit? Now, St. Paul lists the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians. He says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Are those things exploding in your life? Like, oh my gosh, I am so loving now that I know Jesus. I've got so much more joy and peace and da 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 da, da. Are these things regularly increasing in your life day by day? Maybe they're not. And often for a lot of Catholics, they're not. They just, it's just sort of stopped. They're following Jesus, but there's just no growth. Jesus described this in the parable of the sower when he said, some seed that was sown, some of the word of God, some of him in the lives of believers would grow up with weeds and they would, you know, they would die but they wouldn't bear fruit. So if that's you, you need to do a bit of weeding. And a bit of weeding means a bit of fasting. And, and more broad than, than fasting is what we call mortification. Mortification just means that something inside of me needs to die a bit so that the life of Jesus can live a lot more. So another great reason to fast, because when you do it, you will start to see fruit explode in your life. So how should we do this fasting thing? The actual strict requirement is pretty minimal. 
two days a year. Now, is the church, by saying that, is she saying that it's not really important? No. What she's really calling us to is to be mature about this. When you were a kid, you were told to do a lot of stuff, right? Your parents said, well, you have to do this, you have to do that. But when you're older, no one's telling you to do it. But you still, it would be really good if you did those things. So it's an invitation to grow up. <laughs> so the church is inviting us to go and grow up and uh, take a hold of these things that Jesus said were really important. And he showed them and he did them, thus showing that they're really important. So maybe we should take this, this really, really seriously. Plus, all of the saints, without exception, all of the great you know, historical figures in the church all practiced this very, very extensively. So might be a good thing to do. So how often should we fast? Well, that's really up to yourself and your prayer. And I would recommend with all of this that you pray about it, ask God about it and listen to him and see what he might suggest to you. I personally would recommend doing it weekly on Fridays. Certainly the church calls us to at least abstain from something on a Friday. So you could easily start to make that not only just abstaining, but also starting to actually fast to reduce your intake of food in some way. One principle that can be really helpful with fasting is just to ask yourself, well, what's the next best step? So if right now you're not fasting at all, it mightn't be the best idea to go for a 40-day water-only fast. I, I really wouldn't recommend that. But there is a next best step. The goal is, at least the goal that I would recommend, is that you want to feel the ouch. Okay, if you fast and you don't even notice, it doesn't make any difference to you, then it's actually not a fast because the, the idea of the fast, as Jesus said, is to mourn. Your body is supposed to go, ow. <laughs> not that you damage your health or anything like that, but just that you could feel a bit of hunger so that your, your prayer could get, really get fired up and you could direct it towards God. So what's the next best step? And you just, just take that next step and see, okay, is there a bit of an ouch in it? If you have a bit of an ouch, you're onto it. There you go. So stay there until you can take that next step after that. A few other things you also should look out for. Pride. If you find yourself thinking you're amazing because you're, you're fasting, then uh, you want to, don't stop fasting because of it, but you just want to repent of the pride. Also, if you find yourself boasting even internally any vanity or anything, that those kinds of things will sort of ruin the good of the fast. So just catch yourself in that. Say sorry to God, but don't don't stop your fasting. Also, if you if you fail, if you fall, if you you know compromise your fast, don't give up or beat yourself up. Just start again. Just turn your heart to God and say, "I'm sorry. Can we try that again?" And just start again. This is about relationship, guys. This isn't about you having to keep some rules and get it right every time. You just it's a relationship with God, and it's about you wanting more of Him, and that delights Him. So just be really humble and childlike with this, okay? This is also not an opportunity for dieting. Now, it might have some beneficial effects on your weight, but if you have that as your motivation, then you're not fasting, you're dieting. So just be really clear. It is possible to do kind of both at once, but what I'd really recommend is forget about the dieting thing because then it's just really tempting to get focused on, on the vanity issue and how do I look and how do I weigh and... Focus on God. Make him your number one in this. And then, of course, there's the, the whole kind of prayer focus to your fasting. You know, this is supposed to be you crying out body and soul for more of God. So take the time when you're fasting. Take, take some time in that day 
to actually pray. And if you become conscious of the ouch of a bit of hunger throughout the day, you just pause even briefly, whatever you're doing, and turn your heart to God and really cry out to him. Don't just stay focused on, I can't wait for my next snack. Take the moment to say to God, yes, I'm hungry, but I really, really hunger for more of you, God, because that's the whole point of it. And along with that, of course, is the weeding idea. And, and with that, remember, this isn't about me beating myself up. This isn't about me, oh, I need to, you know, I'm a terrible person. I need to be um, hurt or something. Like, no, this is about, I want to weed these negative things out of my life. I want to move away from the distractions of my life so that I can be filled with the life of Jesus. I must decrease, as St. John the Baptist said, I must decrease and he, Jesus, must increase in me. And the more we do this with this weeding, uh, this, this fasting, uh, the more fruit we are going to see. You are going to experience a great increase in your momentum, you could say, in, in your spiritual life. So I hope that helps. God bless you and happy fasting. There, starting again. And here come the police. It's probably an ambulance. God bless him. Okay. I think that's us. I hope that works. Oh my gosh, that was 10 minutes as well.